Welcome to the Found Podcast, first episode ever. And my name is Lena Collins, and I am here with my husband, Michael Collins. Welcome. We're moving. Yo, we are California residents, and we are going to be moving abroad to Thailand. Four months from now, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, in four months, we are going to uproot. Everything that we have built, our lives, I have actually been in California my entire life, 30 whole stinking years, y'all. And we will be going abroad to Southeast Asia, becoming digital nomads. So before we get into the nitty gritty, what that entails, why the heck we even chose Thailand, let's go ahead and give them a little definition. What is a digital nomad? A digital nomad is someone that has the ability to work online remotely, whether it's your employer that lets you work remotely or you have created your own career online, entirely possible. And it gives you the opportunity to travel. And when you take that first step to travel somewhere else, you know, sometimes, you know, that veil is broken and you realize there's a lot more to this world than just, you know, the state that you live in or the city that you live in. And for a lot of people, that is really appealing. They realize that they are able to spend time over there and you know, use their career to fund that and start living out there. And there's a lot of really cool places to do it. A lot of people, it's really trendy to go to Bali right now, very trendy yeah. to go to Australia. Thailand is a place where I spent you know, a significant portion of my life yeah. and my heritage comes from there. And we were go there and realize, you know, that's a place where we could see ourselves fitting in with our ability to work online. Love it. I actually want us to maybe jump into our backgrounds. And as you spilled a little bit of the tea, tell him who is Michael Collins? And then we'll get into why Thailand. But first, who is Michael Collins? What do you do? Do you have an awesome wife? We know the answer to that one. Yeah, so I don't have to answer it. So basically what I do, e-commerce, online retail, online business coach, and, you know, I help people become digital nomads. I help people find ways to quit their job and start living a life that's actually pretty fulfilling. And yeah, I started out in a job that was pretty crazy and I was able to find my way out of it doing online retail and online retail has been a huge blessing learned a lot of skills and you know there's a lot of hardships it's not some easy life becoming a digital nomad or becoming a digital entrepreneur it's actually very difficult but the girl on instagram said i could do it oh yeah there's people that say that you could be a millionaire overnight i've been doing this for four years i'm still not a millionaire and it is a pipe dream but it's also not unrealistic for you to be able to quit your job. And I really have a lot of joy in what I've done. I feel like what I'm doing has a lot of purpose and I'm here to help other people do the same thing. So that's who I am from a business sense. But unfortunately, life isn't all about business. Tell them. I'm also, you know, an international kid. I spent half my life before college in Southeast Asia. And since then, 
you know, my idea was, okay, I'm graduating college. I'm going to get some kind of degree and I get some kind of career. And then I'm going to find a way to do that career back in Thailand because that's a place that I really enjoy living in. And how long did you live there? I lived there for like five, five and a half years. And Philippines, I lived there twice. I lived in Singapore, originally from New Mexico. But my perspective was always, I'm going to move back there. And then I got married. And then we've been together for seven years. We've talked about this. But unfortunately, we haven't moved back to Thailand. But we finally realized that there's no like excuse for why we're just not going there. We talk about it all the time. We eat the food, we learn about it. We watch videos, but we never have gone. And then finally we're like, okay, her 30th birthday is coming up. We're just going to go and see Thailand, see if this is a place that we could actually live. You know, Lena has never been to Asia. She's been to Europe. Asia is a lot different than Europe. And some people get really freaked out. Some people don't. And we went over there. And during this time, we went around the country. We traveled from as far north as you could go to almost as far south as you could go. But we were still working. We were able to continue on with our online businesses while still traveling, which was another test because most of this digital nomad thing is, are you able to work while traveling? So we proved that you could do that. And then also we walked away and Lena really felt in her heart. Southeast Asia is a place that she can live in. So good. Well, I'm Lena Collins and I'm Michael Collins' wife. I live in San Diego, California right now. Again, I am 30 years old and I have lived within like an hour and a half to two hour proximity of where I was born forever. Two hours. It's been two hours, like an hour, hour and a half max, I guess, which is crazy. And I grew up in a family where travel was not pushed or encouraged. And I had the opportunity in junior college. I had the opportunity to study abroad in Italy and it was only three months, but that truly opened my eyes to this life of living abroad, that there are other opportunities. There are other countries and cultures, people, food, wine, which we're drinking wine right now (laughs) to get through this first episode. But My heart was truly set in that moment, and I think I was 20, 21 years old, to living a life and exploring outside of the U.S. And when Michael and I met in college, which we'll do future episodes about our love story and honestly, probably some solo episodes too, going into really who we are, our backgrounds, and just kind of filling it in on those gaps. But when we first met and started dating, fell in love. I think something that was unique about both of us was that we loved the abroad life. We had a desire to go back abroad. Would you say that's accurate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was definitely something that I was looking for in a future spouse because I knew that I wanted to go abroad at that point. And like Michael said, we've talked about it for forever. We've been married for seven years. And we finally went to Thailand which Michael is Thai. Michael has lived in Thailand, so he definitely has some roots there and big roots. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, big roots. It's an important place for you. So like Michael alluded to a little earlier, a couple months ago, we decided to finally take an international trip to Thailand to scope it out, to see if that was a place where we wanted to lie roots and to full send it. And we spent a month out there, an entire month. So Michael, are we full sending it? Yeah, we're full sending it. We are full sending it. We have T-minus four months until us Americans are moving our little butts over to Thailand. And that, that leads us into kind of the next phase of the podcast. Why Thailand? Michael, tell him. Thailand's definitely unique. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be biased because I'm half Thai and I have lived there. It's a very unique country. It's, you know, one of the most highly developed countries out there. You know, it has a very unique and very strong culture that goes back thousands of years. It's different from a lot of other countries. Most other Asian countries have been colonized. They've had a huge influence of, you know, the European colonizers, whereas Thailand has no influence of that. It has such a strong culture. It has, you know, the longest monarchy that's ever existed. The last king was the oldest king to have ever lived in any country. So the culture is very strong there. And it's a culture that I was raised in and I've always longed to go back to. And one of the main parts of that culture is just this belief that, you know, there's a lot to this world and there's a lot of meaning behind how you treat other people. They're very kind. The kindest the land of are, smiles, right? The land of smiles. It's the kindest people that are out there. You know, they really will go out of their way to help you. And that says a lot coming from America, especially California, where no one cares. No one's gonna, you know, help you, go out of their way to help. So it's definitely very different. So, you know, even if I wasn't Thai, I feel like the first time you go to Thailand, this is one of the biggest things that will stand out to you is mm -hmm. just the way that these people treat others. So another thing about Thailand is because it's such a developed country, there are so many places that you could live. There are different people groups within Thailand. There's a lot of different cuisines, cultures, and environments, anywhere from mountains to the most amazing beaches and islands that you can ever imagine to, you know, like these deep rainforests. There's endless fields, endless plains, mm -hmm. all sorts of different geographical like i don't even know what to call it like it's something that is amazing and it's to be experienced so with that there are major airports where a flight to singapore it's two hours and probably i looked at it when we were there like 70 bucks you want to go to bali well that's a four-hour flight that's under 200 dollars. you want to go to beijing if that's what you're interested in is also four hours and under 200 dollars. So you can base yourself in Thailand and go to all of your dream vacation spots for just a couple hundred dollars. Whereas here in America, to fly to Bali is going to be $1,400 and you got to book it seven months in advance to get that. So it's a great central point in Asia. I've lived in a lot of other places. There's people that love the Philippines. I've lived there twice. There's still a huge difference between in the other country I've been to in Thailand. Yeah. And, and I think we're all biased because Michael's half Thai. So that's a huge draw to it. But when we went, I was already in the mindset of truly 
for me, I don't care where we go. I just know that I meant to be abroad. But when we went to Thailand and seeing Michael light up when people were talking to him, because it was 11 years since you've been back, right? Is it 11? 10 or 11? 11. 11 years. Yeah. That sparkle in his eyes, the excitement, it was something I've never seen. And again, we've been married for seven years. So at that moment, I knew, okay, we have this desire to be abroad. It's going to be Thailand. And we're going to go ahead and be nomadic with it. So like Michael said, there's a ton of draw to Thailand itself, the people, the food, the cost of living. There's so many incredible things about it. And I think in maybe a future episode, we can even review in depth like our top five reasons to go or things you should maybe worry about or consider and things like that. But we just want to give you kind of like a high level. We are moving. We're leaving the USA. One thing I do want to touch on, though, is that as Michael said in the beginning, we are going to be digital nomads. So fortunately, we've been super blessed that we both work online. So I spent the last few years building up an online fitness coaching program and business for women. However, I've recently felt the Lord tugging on my heart to do something else. And that pivot, redirection, whatever you want to call it, is leaning and pointing more towards travel. And this sounds silly and crazy because I know that this is like a lot of people's dreams, but something within content creation of travel, doing UGC travel, luxury travel UGC. But I really want to be that point person to encourage other people to either take the leap to become digital nomads or to explore the world. Like God created this beautiful, stunning world. And most people just stay in the comfort of their four walls, their home, their town. They don't go and explore all that it has to offer. So I hope to be that person. It's going to evolve as we continue on this podcast journey, this travel journey. And I'm starting a YouTube. We're doing this podcast. So a lot of moving parts and pieces and as I guess figure out the puzzle pieces to what the heck I'm doing I will share that with you guys but there is a lot to me there's a lot to Michael and we'll dive into that in another episode (laughs) is that okay did I cover enough any other major points I should include about me no I think that's pretty much it besides being the best wife ever okay let's go (laughs) so one other thing that I wanted to leave you all with is So we're being digital nomads. We're moving to Thailand. Are we planning on jumping, jumping, jumping around or are we going to have a home base? So collectively, we decided to have a home base. So why don't you tell them why? And I can tell them maybe where that is. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can skin a cat when it comes to leaving. When it comes to leaving a, a life that you have here, it's a relatively comfortable life. You have a lot of stuff and... You can take a look at all the things that you have in your apartment and go with this idea of, okay, well, I want to go and travel and hop around Asia. Well, that's not realistic. You got a bunch of clothes. You got a bunch of tech. You have a lot of stuff. And some people have it in their ability to just sell everything and run around with a backpack. And I think that's really cool. It's really admirable. Unfortunately, that's not always the most realistic. Being able to have a home base where you can have some stuff, you can have some sense of home, I think is important. I've moved within Asia and America 11 times before. 
I turned 17 and I realized that it's very easy to feel homesick overseas. And if you don't have a home base, I, I can't even imagine how you would feel. Whereas if you have some place to look forward to, some place of comfort while you're in an entirely foreign continent, that is really significant. That is really valuable. So that's something that in my reflection of how it was and how difficult it was moving, the one thing that did help is always having some place to look forward to, to fight off that homesickness. So that's... I thought home was wherever I am. And all of our other stuff. Well, we're not going to be taking a lot of stuff. Well, that's the thing. We're not going to be taking a lot of stuff, but we will be taking stuff. Like what stuff? Well, there's going to be stuff. Like I have a PS5 that we're not going to sell. We got stuff. So Hmm. definitely not putting that in a backpack and towing it around, but at least like having something to, you know, where we decided to put as our home base is one of my favorite places. Which is Uh, Chiang Mai, but it is in the northern part of Thailand. It's up near a lot of just beautiful mountains. It's in a little valley and there's no crime. You can walk around at two in the morning and they're literally, you can wave a wallet over your head and nothing will happen. Which is crazy because right now we're living in San Diego, California. America's finest city. America's finest city. America's finest city. (laughs) Yeah, but we're downtown San Diego. And yes, I know there are pros and cons to downtown. Some major cons is our homeless situation and the fact that you literally cannot look up while you're walking the streets because you will step in some type of feces whether that is animal or human needles needles yeah you can't avoid it so i was honestly really shocked when we went to thailand and i felt extremely safe and um no homeless people no homeless people yeah it was weird no guns yeah, weird. I know we were only there for a month, so I'm sure there are homeless people and things that you need to be aware of in areas. I'm sure of that, but it was so different. And maybe even in this recording, you can hear people screaming, homeless people yelling at each other, cussing at each other, doing all these crazy things. Gunshots. Gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. A couple hours ago. Well, we were setting up the podcast, yeah. but this is San Diego, California, baby. So America's finest. Yeah, man. So that was a huge difference there. But I think with Chiang Mai, it was actually, I think, the only place when we visited that entire month where we got there and both of us looked at each other and we were like, whoa, I think we can live here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also have to keep in mind that our not main initiative for going, but a main focus is that we're still trying to grow our businesses. That is a huge priority. So by having a home base, we're able to know the local coffee shops, the co-working spaces. And again, this is a huge move for me going to Asia. He's done it before, so he's experienced. So the culture shock is not going to be as crazy. But for me, I think it's going to be crazy. I think having that home base and us traveling for a month, traveling for a couple of weeks, like The travel piece is going to be there, but I think Mm -hmm. definitely probably that first year of having some type of home base like that is going to be helpful for me in the transition. Oh, yeah. The culture shock is something that I think is so easy to dismiss. If you've never gone through culture shock, Mm -hmm. you won't understand. Mm -hmm. When you go through it, it's actually pretty intense. Like imagine this Gen Z takeover of American social media all of these 
like slaying these references, these TV shows, these superstars, all of this. Mm-hmm. Imagine just being gone for two years overseas, coming back, and none of this is familiar. You've never heard of any of this. You've never heard of Sendaya. You've never heard of that. You've never heard of dead, like all those slaying words. You've never heard of slay TikTok. Like imagine that. And you come back and not only is that a thing, but it's also something that everyone just deals with daily. That's actually kind of freaky, but that's how it is. Lucky enough, Thailand has, you know, a lot of social media. But let's say that you were in China where all of it is banned. Let's say that you're in another country where there's no way that you can actually see American social media, even if you have the same app. There's a lot of ways that you're separated from the rest of the world. And when things come out live, breaking, like you're on a different time zone too. You're not connected to any of this. And your only links to America are your closest friends. People that pretend to be your closest friends, you know, when you move, you realize like they don't really care about you. They just care about how they feel when you're around and they're not going to talk to you. So you really only have a few links back to America. There's a lot of shock when you realize that. Even coming, you know, a month in Thailand, coming back, there's culture shock. Yeah. I remember we got back and we went out to Michael's favorite restaurant. It was horrible. Oh, wait, no. Well, that was horrible. Okay. So we sat there. It's an outside area. San Diego does have great weather. That's for sure. But we're sitting outside underneath twinkle lights. There was a live band playing. It was the most pristine situation. We were just looking at each other. We were like, oh my gosh, we got to move. But also had the same level of appreciation of like, wow, San Diego is also beautiful. We've had such a great life here. We're so appreciative of it. Like, it's incredible that we've been blessed to live in America's finest city with all the homeless people. But just being able to appreciate that, hey, we've had it great. We've had great opportunities to live in Orange Uh, County, in San Diego. And now this, which... I'm really excited for this next journey together. It's going to be huge and really excited to share the journey with all of you guys. Hopefully be able to inspire some people who either want to take the leap away from their corporate career and the rat race and possibly start their own endeavors or take that first travel trip abroad or do what we're doing and leave everything behind and full send it and become digital nomads. It's definitely very rewarding. I do wish everyone to have this experience. It's not for everyone, but I at least want everyone to give it a solid opportunity. Because entrepreneurship or digital nomadness? All of it. Traveling. Mm. You know, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, that's fine. There's jobs that can take you overseas. My dad was never an entrepreneur. He worked for companies that had work out overseas, and he would take these expatriate jobs that would bring him out to Asia. And You can do this without being an entrepreneur, but there's so much more to this world. There's places that are doing very, very well too. Thailand has a tiny amount of debt to GDP compared to America. That's tremendous. It has a booming economy. It has entrepreneurs everywhere. It's built on small business and the food is incredible. There's so many positive things that you can get. You know, I get it that a lot of people since I've been back from Thailand, all they're asking me about is... Like, how could you be there? How are you dealing with a third world country? And how are you even finding your way around? And I'm like, dude, like it's a fully developed country. It's a first world country. It's a beautiful country. 
everyone's kind and it's so user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Like I would love everyone to go to Thailand. So I don't think everyone needs to be an entrepreneur to be able to experience the world. My dad wasn't, and he's done some crazy things with his life. So Maybe we should, that would be sick to get him on the podcast to talk about his life. Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. But what are you most worried about? I'm not worried about anything. Same. OMG. Okay, just kidding. Yeah, no, no worries. You guys, no, honestly, we haven't talked to my parents yet about it. So we're going to do that tomorrow. So next episode, we'll definitely give you guys a rundown. I'm scared. I'm not scared. I'm scared for you. I'm scared for me too. So that's definitely something I'm really scared of. But again, we're going to Chiang Mai. But who knows? We might be there for a couple months and say, hey, Maybe we want another spot to be our home base. We are not tethered to anything, which is really exciting. And I think it's actually going to give, not give the Lord the opportunity because he is the controller, right? Like he controls everything. But for us to be open in a way to kind of let him just like guide us on what this journey is going to look like, any open doors and us just be kind of like, hey, full surrender. We're just here. I think it's going to be really stinking cool. Because they say the best way to make God laugh is to tell him your plans or something mm-hmm. like that. That's definitely true. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, if it was completely up to us just a few months ago, we were talking about getting a house in Temecula, 7% interest rate that we would never recover from. So. For like $800,000. Yeah. It's insane. I do think that, you know, just in the way that my dad wouldn't have been brought into all those international situations if he didn't have the Peace Corps when he was a kid. With the experience that I have overseas, I do think that there's a lot of impact that I can have overseas. I have the ability to get a citizenship. Honestly, that's going to be very difficult because my mom is in the United States and she actually revoked her citizenship, which is making things a lot more complicated. Mm-hmm. Although if you have Thai blood in you, you are a Thai citizen. So Yay. that's going to be a adventure. But my goal is to have some roots in that country and to really contribute back into that country. There's a lot of potential. Money does go a very long way in Thailand. And making the kinds of money that I can through the internet is going to make a tremendous impact over there, much more than I can do here. Although I definitely would like to still give here, try and find ways to fix this problem because this is insane here. It's definitely eye-opening. I came to San Diego every year as a kid never been this bad so i'm definitely excited i definitely do trust the lord in every single decision that we make i sincerely want the biggest impact we can have with our businesses into helping society not helping ourselves not driving lamborghinis and buying huge mansions but actually helping change the world to our best ability and if that's thailand that's thailand if it's indonesia it's indonesia like wherever it is but that is our perspective mm. on that. Yep. So with this, we found our purpose. We found where we're going to be moving. And we hope that you guys are able to find something through this podcast. There's a lot out there. Mm. There's so much out there. I love it. Well, you all, to recap, you got two Americans here leaving we the don't, U.S. Definitely don't look like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm but the funny thing is, if we ever had a baby one day, if that, we if have that happened. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I said like, he. I called it. 
statistically that might not happen. We've been together for seven years, well, eight, but the baby would be halfway. Which is crazy. That is pretty crazy. So with that, two Americans leaving the USA, living abroad, moving to Thailand, and becoming digital nomads. Definitely excited for any future episodes where we'll deep dive into how to get a visa, what visa options, cost of living, things to be aware of, things to think through, even our moving process. Are we going to ship things in containers? Are we going to just bring it on the plane or check it in? What are your options? So hopefully we can encourage some of you out there to join us on this journey. Please feel free to ask any questions. And if you can do us a favor to hit that follow, subscribe button, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and share this on your social media if you can. This is a huge step for Michael and I, something we've talked about doing for a long time. And if you can help us get the word out there, we would really appreciate it. See you next time.